0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
1: My favorite. Love you.
0: Hi, Nick. Hi. I love you.
1: Suss so, so says hi, and she loves you. He says hi. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Hey, hey, hey.
1: Hello, my dearest darling. Or should I say, how goes it? How
0: goes it? It's been a fucking minute since there's been a How Goes It. I think maybe like a week, maybe two. That's a long time for us, though.
1: True. Very true. Dear listeners, if anyone recognizes How Goes It from a particular movie, hit us up. I'm curious to see if anybody recognizes that reference.
0: If you recognize it from the show Taboos, you can also hit us up. Yep. (laughs) That is Allie's catchphrase. That's how she enters a room is how goes it.
1: Very true. And then whenever somebody asks me a question, I always say what happened because nine times out of 10, I'm not listening. So
0: can confirm this is exactly how it goes. The what happened is real along with, huh?
1: Sorry to everybody else.
0: Sorry for everyone else who has their lives together. We cannot seem to figure it out.
1: I don't mind that.
0: Speaking of getting our lives together, how are you today?
1: I am good. My dad came over today and put the terrarium that he got Moose for his birthday together with him, and it was super cute to watch. Aww.
0: I love your dad. Your dad is the best. He's the best grandpa. I love him.
1: Yeah, Moose has a bomb grandparents and he adores all of them. It's true. It's true.
0: Like the dopest
1: grandparents across the board.
0: Also, your hair looks really cute today. What did you do different to it?
1: No, it's a complete shit show. The degradation of the web video is really helping that out <laughs> right now.
0: Oh. So with the degradation of the web video, it looks very like sexy beach curl going on, but you're saying that's not the
1: case? This side looks something like that. You see how this side has the one straight piece (laughs) that didn't know what to fucking do with its life?
0: This one piece is like, hi.
1: (laughs) Yep. Welcome to my hair. (laughs) Curl patterns everywhere except singular pieces that are like, I refuse to conform with everyone else much like myself.
0: That seems only appropriate for us though. It really does.
1: How was your day today?
0: My day was actually really great. Today was the first day in a long time that I felt like it was gonna be a good day and then it actually was a good day top to bottom. So I'm really grateful for today being my first entirely good day in a really, really long time including one of my favorite moments being we went to the sanctuary that helped us with Static. Um, the update on Static being that Static passed away earlier this week due to an infection and some health complications from all of his surgeries. And that's been really hard on us this week. So I really mean it when I say that it, this is like the first happy we've had in a moment. This is it. But bringing Tiny to this sanctuary to see all of these other cats and kittens who have health complications or just are there rather than being in someone's home or in a shelter or whatever was so fucking beautiful. It was one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a really long time. Like Tiny is obsessed with cats, you guys. Like For anybody who has heard at least more than one Tiny Taboos, you've heard about some fucking cats, I promise. So... (laughs) seeing her at this sanctuary was so fucking beautiful bro and she was just so happy and there was this cat her name is brownie and she got hit by a car when she was a kitten So her back legs don't work. So she just has on this little diaper and she scoots around with her two front paws and her back legs just kind of help her. They're like little skis. Like she's like a little fucking snowmobile cat, but like with a little diaper and she's the cutest. Oh my God. And Tiny was like, that cat is gonna be my friend. And she's not as like affectionate and friendly. She's very like hall monitor energy. And Tiny was like, I am gonna be friends with this cat. And now it's her mission in life to make this cat love her. And I'm confident by the next time that we're there, this will be done because Tiny is the cat whisperer.
1: I've never heard anything referred to as hall monitor energy like let alone a cat so i really appreciate (laughs) that description because i completely understand it
0: she is though but then you have to picture this like little tortoise cat what are they called tortellini tortoise turpentine they're tortoise thank okay why did you let me say tortellini then
1: I didn't know if you were going somewhere else with it. I don't fucking know. I don't own a cat. Okay. Tortellini cats. Okay. They're like pasta.
0: The pasta cat. She really is. She's just like so fucking cute. And she is a little tortoise cat. And she's very, very fluffy. And. She just has, like, the most intense little face, but then she scoots around with her little front paws, and it's so beautiful and adorable, and to see her just, like, give it her all with her two little front paws is the cutest fucking thing. I just can't even deal with it, but major fucking hall monitor energy, like, for real.
1: (laughs) Maybe Tiny will be able to volunteer there someday.
0: That would be so cool. Actually, every single time we talk about it, even as this was happening with Static, she continues to tell me that she wants to work there when she grows up. And even today, when we got in the car after we left, it was the first thing out of her mouth. I want to work here when I grow up. And I was like, okay, babe. And then she goes, I want to work a lot of places. And I was like, yep. (laughs) She tells me all the time she's going to be a veterinarian, a human doctor, and a teacher.
1: That's far more ambition than I have.
0: I also know that in whatever she does, she's going to do something that is very powerful. And whether that's healing or animals or whatever, I I do know that to be true. And usually powerful roles come with a decent salary, with the exception of teachers, which is fucked. And dear listeners, stay tuned.
1: Nice foreshadowing. Thank you. Not to this one, though.
0: Not to this one.
1: On that note, actually, dear listeners, As you heard, this past week was a rough week, and it didn't feel right recording a normal episode. So in standard taboos fashion, we are saying fuck it to all of the rules and regulations. What am I calling this?
0: Rules and regulations of our own podcast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, something like that. And we are recording our year celebration recap, whatever the fuck you want to call this. Early. Hello. Hi. Hello
0: hi burp, 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 burp. I'm so excited you guys we made it to a full fucking year. Oh my god and not only not only have we made it to a full year, but we've made it to well over 70 episodes with all of our bonus content and like just available between our tiny taboos and our other bonus episodes like our sidebar sidecar or Juneteenth we have well over 70 episodes I think. Or up to 70. I really only counted real episodes, but we have to because we have at least 12 tiny taboos. So yeah, we have to be in over 70.
1: With our bonus content, yep, we have over 70 if we include our Patreon stuff.
0: Oh, excellent. I love that you let me do all that math out loud when you knew the fucking answer.
1: I only knew because I uploaded our episode this week and there's a nifty little number on our host site.
0: You stop it. You stop this. You stop saying nifty things to me.
1: So. Yeah, there wasn't a whole plan for this, but there's kind of a plan for this, so...
0: We're going to wing it today, you guys. Welcome to the Allie and Celeste show version of Taboos. I don't know. This is us. This is always us, but we're doing a little freeform today.
1: Welcome to the format that Allie's super uncomfortable with. Hello.
0: Welcome to what Allie thought we were going to do with a podcast from the beginning, and she said, fuck that
1: shit. Very true. (laughs)
0: This was the original thought that Allie had we were going to do, which was never going to be our format. But Allie really thought this. And this is her worst nightmare.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I remember when you were like, no, we're just going to talk about stuff. And I was like, no, we need to actually present things and like discuss them. I did research on pole dancing and you were like, okay.
0: And then you were like, oh,
1: this works.
0: I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. You gave birth to our format. That is absolutely real. And we would not be as cool or as successful or as informative or as authentic, to be honest with you, if we didn't have your format. So honestly, I want to give you a huge shout out for giving birth to our format, because even though the concept was my idea, it would have been absolutely shit without your structure. And that's what makes us a good team.
1: Yeah, listeners, it was 100% Celeste's idea, so we are here because of this wonderful woman. But I digress, and I forced us ahead of ourselves. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was like,
0: but also you, so stop talking about it.
1: <laughs> what are you drinking today, That's a thing that we do, that we started.
0: It is a thing. It is a thing on our normal format that we can follow through here because I feel like it'll be good for you for this episode. I am drinking a beverage that I thought was so appropriate for this absolute impromptu little break that we're taking. And my beer is called Summer Break. Nice.
1: That's a super cute can
0: isn't it it's
1: by Sierra Nevada those like rapids on there
0: yeah actually in fact it's like little hops jumping into a river they're like skinny dipping little hops cute yeah I love them I love them this is a session hazy IPA and it doesn't really say anything about it except family owned operated and argued over as the brand slogan but it's really fucking good it actually I can't even describe it it's literally like so light it is hazy but in such a light way and such a crisp way and it honestly is like the perfect summer beer that's the only way I can describe it
1: nice shout out to Sierra Nevada for creating the perfect summer beer
0: agreed Absolutely. There's some fruitiness in there. There's like a lot of crispness, but again, it does have like a hazyness as it settles over your taste buds. And it's just like very soothing. It's a very chill beer. Nice. Yeah. What are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking the last alcoholic beverage that we had in the fridge, (laughs) but it's still delicious. I don't regret it. So it's a leftover from Moose's birthday party, and it is a Mighty Swell seltzer. I really love these seltzers. Have you had this brand before? No ma'am. So I like how simple the can is first off. Mm -hmm. This one is just grapefruit and I don't really like seltzers that are super salty for lack of a better way of describing it. I like seltzers where I can taste the fruit. This one isn't overwhelmingly
0: salty seltzer.
1: Yeah I don't know maybe salty isn't the right way to explain it but like super carbonated, it comes off as salty to me. I'm sorry.
0: The bubbles taste salty?
1: To me, yes. Hello.
0: I've never heard this. You've heard it now? Oh my God. My whole frontal cortex just like fucking exploded in my skull. I don't understand how salty and bubbles have been associated, but okay, carry on with your salty seltzer, aka just overly carbonated. (laughs)
1: So this is a nice mix of seltzer plus fruit, where the fruit isn't overwhelming and the grapefruit is actually really delicious in it. Oh, I love this news. That's all I've got? What does this say? Oh, I'll read you what it says. Okay, please do. We pursue lively, refreshing flavors made with natural ingredients. Every sip is a rally cry to find and celebrate good vibe moments, whether wild or waveless. So go ahead. Just chill and enjoy.
0: I think that's the most perfect beer for this recording, for this episode. I love that. I agree. Also, P.S. How was Moose's birthday? You never gave me an update.
1: It was good. Oh, I made a balloon thing that I didn't send you.
0: Why in the fuck would you not send me the balloon
1: thing? Because I took like multiple pictures and I like how any of them turned out. <laughs> so i just didn't send them because i was like none of them do it just
0: i worked so hard on it and then i couldn't get a good picture that's such bullshit i hate when that shit happens
1: i just sent it so you could see it.
0: that always happens to me with cakes
1: for some reason okay oh that's so cute i took 80 some balloons i love it it was massive did he love it he loved it and then i took it down because nick and i kept hitting our heads on it and he's like why do you take my balloons down <laughs> Party's he's overdue and i'm tired of hitting my head on it and then hank hated his life for like three days until they all started popping finally
0: <laughs> poor cranky pink he's probably not interested in celebrating like a three-year-old
1: he hates balloons
0: what a weird thing for that dog to be afraid of like honestly balloons and bags isn't that his other thing he hates bags
1: pretty much any inanimate object that moves
0: Not as much as he hates squirrels, though. That's real.
1: I mean, he will take on squirrels and bears and whatever, but if it's like a vacuum or a balloon or a bag or, I don't know, a ribbon, no. A ribbon? (laughs) Oh, poor Hanky Panks. We're
0: so mean to him. He's a good boy. He is a good boy. The best boy.
1: I get to bring him to the vet tomorrow. Mm.
0: I would like to take a moment to just acknowledge. All of our mascots, because all of our mascots are so important on this show and important to us. And losing one this week really hurt our family, hurt all of us. But I also recognize that our family is not broken. We are just hurting and missing someone else. But we are still whole together because all of us are together. And I just wanted to acknowledge that because I think it's important.
1: I agree. Also, thank you to everyone that's shown support. Or static. Mm, absolutely. I know that a lot of people have shown love the furry members of the family and the, I guess, human members of the family too. But there's been an outpouring of love for the furry ones too.
0: You could call me furry on a bad day when I am not shaving. I mean, that would be an appropriate
1: word, I guess. But I don't disagree with you at all. Listeners don't no truly know what all we do off air.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Keep some things to ourselves is what you're saying. Just
1: put that costume right back in the closet.
0: A. On that note. On the furry note? The furry note? (laughs) On the furry note? I love that you made a segue from furries.
1: (laughs) I was more working off of things that people might not know rather than furries, but I'm glad that's where you stuck.
0: Oh, I am excited about furries now. But we can definitely talk about some things that people don't know, including things you don't know. Can I give you your gift? Oh, dear God. Yep. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay, it's not done because part of the gift is you get to contribute to it, okay? Okay. Are you ready?
1: Dear listeners, I'm getting a gift and I'm terrible at receiving gifts. Hello, and now I'm getting one publicly again. But she swears it's going to be great.
0: Yes, this is this is a trend. Welcome to Taboos. It is going to be great. It is indeed. Are you ready?
1: I am. Brrr. Uh, nice.
0: What does it say? This is an audio podcast.
1: Okay, it's a special guest notebook. It is. It is indeed with our our name on it. A special guest it's notebook. special guest notebook.
0: It is. It is. Yes. In the inside says Allie, Celeste, and Tiny. Hello, my name is Special Guest Notebook. Because guess what? I'm a fucking notebook. <laughs>
1: it says that. that is amazing.
0: I'm the physical manifestation of taboos. Yay! Here to help you keep all of the beautiful, amazing, hilarious memories on this adventure all in one spot. Our show is the best thing that happened to our family in the whole year of 2020 because that shit sucked. Remember? I'm so proud of the three of you and also Someday Moose. Love you all forever. Special
1: Guest Notebook. Oh, I love Special Guest Notebook's personality. Thank you! (laughs)
0: And then he has little stickers of our friends and things that are important to us. Okay,
1: this is amazing.
0: I knew you'd love it. Can we post
1: pictures of this?
0: Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Um, Also, so many people have been known about this that were not you. (laughs) Like along the way. Henceforth, here is Chris
1: Labar in the book. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is amazing.
0: I thought you'd love him. And I kept like just some of our sweet little memories. And there are pages that have not yet been completed because this book has been super fucking hard to keep up on y'all with all of the love and stickers and experiences that we have experienced in our first year on the air. It's just been really hard to keep up on. But I wanted to share it with you on this episode because I thought that was special.
1: That is hands down one of the coolest things ever.
0: I've been working on it for like so long. (laughs) I literally bought it when we put up our special guest notebook merch. It was the first thing I bought and I got it in the mail and I was like, I should absolutely use this for myself always. And then I was like, no, better. (laughs) And then I have been saving it since then. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it. I actually have something really small that I'm getting for you, kind of in the same vein. Nowhere near that amazing, because let's be real, I would never journal like that. Like, I'm not that good. But it's coming with me on Saturday, so yeah.
0: I would never journal. (laughs) I have a really fucking amazing birthday present for you, too, this year that I'm really excited and um i have really sucked at your birthday present this year i did not know what to do at all and it's been really hard especially because this year has been just the clusterfuck circle jerk shit show that it is 2020 junior that's real and i had this revelation today and your birthday present came to me and i literally spent like four hours working on it and i just couldn't stop like the things just kept coming and it made me so happy and it honestly was like the thing I did today that was my huge turning point where I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm plugged in. I'm present. I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do again. Like working on your birthday present really honestly helped me connect to my inner self again. So I really enjoyed that. Nice. And you'll probably be able to tell in the gift itself, honestly.
1: I am both glad that I could weirdly help in that unintended way and intrigued. See, si. Yes. We
0: oui. I
1: just said yes in three
0: different languages.
1: Yeah, I thought I heard that. Okay. <laughs> I thought I heard that. C, <laughs> si. yes, we be. Those are
0: three different languages, just so everybody knows. We're bilingual here. Oh my god. Speaking of bilingual, can we please acknowledge that our fucking cursing episode is hilarious? Oh my god, girl. I love that episode. That episode made me so fucking happy. That is literally my favorite episode we've ever
1: done. So dear listeners, here's some fun facts that you might not know. Some episodes have been posted literally down to the wire (laughs) As far as editing and getting them out on time and the cursing one was one of them in that I didn't get to listen to it all the way through (laughs) until the day it was posted. So I was praying that everything lined up properly and once I listened to it at like one o'clock today I cheered that I didn't have to go back and edit it tonight. You
0: did amazing. It was so good. And seriously, it made me so fucking happy. It was hilarious. It was 1000% us. Like even in the research that you did, it was still very us. And it was just so funny. And honestly, dear listeners, in full transparency, we weren't even going to record today. This was going to be a day that we recorded a different episode. And we just like talked about pulling the plug all together on recording at all this week. And I decided that that hurt my feelings because why would I deny myself alley time? That's fucking stupid. (laughs) And then as I was (laughs) fucking stupid. And then as I was working on your birthday present today I was like fuck why don't we just do just a normal episode where we just like talk to each other and we talk about the show and we just spend time together And that sort of morphed into this. So here we are because shit doesn't always go according to plan. We have had so many disruptions in our recording and editing schedule that y'all have no idea of. And honestly, like this is just my moment where I just want to shout out to us. Like we always pull it through and our episodes always show that even when they come through in the clutch, like listeners have no idea the shit that we do to make the episodes as good as they are and I'm so happy about that because that's what I want. I want us to have that seamless product and I feel like we do that even in those moments so I'm really proud of us for that and that we always kill it.
1: I agree and in typical me fashion I could not have a format for this episode so I have questions for us and we might cover some of that in these questions.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. Do you want to just start your format so your anxiety can just, like, subside? I would love to. Let's do that. I'm so excited. I'm here for it. Can I shut this blind so that my anxiety subsides? Because I'm pretty sure that there's a stalker in my neighborhood. Sure. Okay, great. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, excuse me.
1: Oh, excuse me, Ecto.
0: Don't worry. You don't have to move. I'll shimmy past you again.
1: That jumper is so cute on you.
0: Thank you. You're so cute on me.
1: (laughs) Do you have to take the whole thing off to pee, though? I've always wondered. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Wow, that is just a huge pain in the ass. I'm never buying a jumper. It is.
0: And you know what? I have this in shorts, too. Like, I have the same romper, but in shorts, and it's a different color. But same material, same everything. Same hate. Of having to take the whole shit off and yet it's so comfortable and so cozy and my favorite thing to wear. But yes, I feel like an adult baby every time I have to fully undress to go to the bathroom.
1: Yep, hard passing on that. Okay, into some questions, recapping our year of podcasting.
0: I'm so excited. Let's history,
1: bro, on our own show. Shout out to my most regretted moment in our whole tenure. (laughs) Was it that or was it trapezoids?
0: I'm just curious.
1: It was definitely history, bro. I can forgive myself for trapezoids in episode one and nerves. (laughs) That's fair.
0: All right. All right. So your most hated moment on the whole show was Let's History, bro. All right.
1: Cool. What would be... This is not one of my questions, but now I want to know what's your... Do you have a most embarrassing moment for yourself? Oh, shit.
0: Yes. Every episode that I sound like an idiot.
1: (laughs) You never sound like an idiot.
0: You're lying to me and that's fine. You know, you know what? I actually feel most embarrassed that in an episode recently, I don't even know which one it was, but one of my rants, I started talking about my clit (laughs) specifically shouldn't have done that <laughs> so that's probably my most embarrassing moment
1: Meh. what's your favorite light-hearted episode that you've done and that i've done Ooh, okay that you've done would
0: definitely be swear words that's my favorite episode of all time at this point to be just really honest It beat out all of my other favorites, and I have so many favorites for so many reasons, but this is absolutely my number one billboard topper for us. My favorite episode, lighthearted episode that I've done personally is probably our tattoos episode. I think that one is my favorite. I love that episode. I think it's hilarious.
1: That was a super fun episode. What
0: about yours?
1: So my favorite lighthearted one that I've done is always going to be Satanism. I really just want Hobby Lobby Satanism signs. Mm!
0: I think that we should talk to Miss Melissa and we can have her help us make our own fucking Hobby Lobby signs.
1: I mean, I know people that do wood burning, so. Oh, I love this. I love this. My favorite lighthearted episode that you've done was Sup Witches.
0: Oh, I love Sup Witches. Oh. You know, I really recognize that episode was the foundation of my love for witchcraft and understanding witchcraft at all, to be perfectly honest. I will never forget, shout out to our girl Sydney. We had like a three and a half, four hour conversation with our girl Sydney and the whole thing was trash. Not because Sydney wasn't amazing, she absolutely is, but the recording at the time, we had no concept of how to do it. So I had to basically like do that entire episode from scratch, we were still starting to figure out how we were going to do things. At that time, we had our format, but we hadn't really implemented like research on a topic we didn't know about yet so i'm super proud of sup witches and not only because it's super personal but also because it was like the first hiccup that we ran into along the way and it still came out to be such a great episode and i love that that one was your favorite one that i did
1: Yeah, I'll never forget sitting in the room I'm in now on our like sunken bench in the most uncomfortable position. I don't know why I didn't just set up a table and we were recording and I was like, all right, let's do this. And then I don't remember what we called cosmic. Is it cosmic witches? Yes.
0: Mm Mhm. Yes, ma'am.
1: But I said something like, I don't remember what I initially called it, but it wasn't cosmic, but we were close. I was close. And I don't know, just good moments.
0: Yeah. I love all of our good moments. There have been so many good moments. Like the number of times that we say shit that absolutely just makes me roll is like I lost count. I really did. We say the best shit. And I don't know if everybody thinks that, but I fucking think that. And if anything, I really appreciate that our conversations are recorded for the sake of I love the funny shit that we say.
1: We also crack me up often.
0: Felt absolutely felt okay what's your next question on your format
1: so similar what's your favorite heavy episode that you've done and that i've done
0: Ooh, my favorite heavy episode that i've done is qualified immunity absolutely um or consent That's a dead ringer for me because both are so important to me. Both turned out so beautifully. Both had a really tough journey to get there. Like, neither of those episodes were seamless and flawless and roses to get done at all. So I really recognize those two are a dead tie for me. But for you specifically, yours would be a dead tie between depression and, honestly, BDSM, like even though BDSM is a lighthearted episode, it's still a very serious topic because it should be taken very seriously because it's safety and it's your health and Mm well-being. So I'm honestly going to call BDSM a quote unquote heavy episode, but that was my other tied for first favorite of yours.
1: Nice.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. I remembered my other favorite of your lighthearted episodes, though. This needs to be acknowledged. Your televangelism episode fucking hilarious bro uh, yes holy windbreakers is forever going to be just a classic in my book
1: oh spinning off of that actually okay i'm adding a question to this list now
0: <laughs> adding a question to my system please
1: wait so on that my favorite heavy episode that you've done was definitely men's mental health hmm That just struck me in a way that I didn't expect because of its relation to Moose. And both you and Folon were both amazing in your verboseness within the episode. So I literally just felt like I was at some sort of like grandiose convention and just listening to speeches the whole time. So I didn't mind that. That's the format I love. So Yeah,
0: but you really did contribute so much to that episode, even though you didn't speak as much as we do you brought such a real and viable and tangible emotional presence to that episode that I personally wouldn't have experience with. And Folan I think, is normal. Like, that's his normal. Mm -hmm. So that perspective being for you from a woman's perspective who has a son, I think was invaluable. And I really appreciated your Energy and your emotion and your vulnerability in that episode. And also, thank you for the shout out for that being one of your favorite heavies because I really poured my heart and soul into that episode for sure.
1: Yeah, you could feel it. And then, a favorite heavy that I've done is a toss up between depression and the selfie
0: one. Oh, yes.
1: Depression, just all of our listeners' input and their stories really just hit in a completely different way and to have everybody submit their experiences mm-hmm. in such an open and honest like format was really humbling and i don't know it was just a really powerful experience for the episode
0: i don't disagree with you at all and i just want to give you shout out and kudos for creating that. And you did all of the work to make that happen, as well as being a safe space for our listeners to turn to and share that perspective for us to be able to create that episode. So thank you for all you did to make that and for being yourself and for being all that is you in order to help us achieve that. Thank you. I wasn't cutting you off. I needed to say that about that episode specifically.
1: I like to think that's an us thing because it's an us thing.
0: It's an us thing.
1: And then the selfie one is just something that I feel so strongly about in our day and age. So it's a very important episode to me.
0: I absolutely love our selfie episode because honestly, prior to our imposter syndrome episode, our selfie episode was probably the most intrinsic episode that I have personally done in all of our episodes. Uh, But what's interesting about selfie dysmorphia is that I Really got intrinsic while we were recording. Whereas with imposter syndrome, I got very intrinsic while I was doing research. And then my mental health was not in a place when we recorded imposter syndrome that I got in my own head and I got intrinsic within recording as well as research. But it was a different phenomenon and a different experience. And I think both are important and valid. So I really appreciate. Them for that difference in perspective of what they brought to me as well.
1: Yeah, I loved how open you were within it. So,
0: yeah, thank you. And that one honestly really made me think a lot. And selfie dysmorphia was whenever that episode came out, was honestly when I made the decision to stop putting Tiny on social media. So, I've really been sitting with all of the things that we've talked about in selfie dysmorphia. That episode, as well as all the other things that come with social media and all the shit, stay tuned. But I recognize that I stopped putting her up on social media after our selfie dysmorphia because I just don't want her face out there to be critiqued. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other reasons too, but the idea of her face being out there and her thinking that other people feel like it's not good enough or it's not perfect or what the fuck ever, I just don't like that idea. So I haven't posted her since.
1: Yeah, which makes sense
0: yeah thank you
1: spinning off of our earlier conversation what's your favorite titled episode
0: oh um honestly there are so many good ones but probably your dick could save your life bro nice yeah what's
1: yours god i have so many i love sex work and Sherlock Holmes.
0: hey yes
1: i also love can our safe word be picnic
0: oh Yes, our safe word can always be picnic.
1: Uh, really? Okay. I don't know if I could choose. I also love seeing his Pokemon evolutions, so I don't know.
0: I honestly thought that was going to be what you came up with. I really thought that was going to be your number one with Satan and his evolutions. Yeah. But you pick great ones.
1: I'm a big fan of alliteration, so sex work and Sherlock Holmes really gets me with the two S's.
0: <laughs> and it's a sex works episode, so obviously totally worth
1: it. Also, that the No Pants Dance is a ton of fun. Ooh. I love all of our titles. I don't care what anybody says about the fact that they don't give away anything.
0: And yet they give away everything, so y'all just need to sit down and pay attention, okay? But speaking of, let's play my game for a second. Let's just try my game, because I'm really excited about it. And we're talking about episode titles. Okay. So I'm not cheating. I have my phone so that I have titles available if we need them. I'm going to show you. I have actually we should do this on acast. Okay, I have Acast open to find episodes if we need confirmation of titles. Okay. We can do this a few ways. You get to pick. Would you rather I give you a topic and you tell me the title? Do you want to pick a number and go that way or like how do you want to how do you want to go about this game?
1: topic because i definitely will not get it by number i barely remember what i had for breakfast
0: no i know i know i don't expect you to remember the numbers but i'm saying you could pick a number and i will give you the that way it's random if you pick an episode number i'll give you the episode topic and then you tell me the title
1: oh i get what you mean okay uh yes i will pick numbers
0: okay oh this was so nice i'm so glad we figured this out All right. What would you like your very first number to be? 13. The topic for episode number 13 is empowering black women.
1: Black women matter.
0: I was like, wow, black women is literally in the title. This one is the easiest one we have. What is happening?
1: (laughs) I felt like there were four words to it for some reason. So I was trying to fill it in with an extra word. (laughs) No.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Your next number, please. 24. Ooh.
1: Yes, because of you.
0: Because of me. Females in male-dominated fields. Bonus points if you get the guest right.
1: Pink tax on the paycheck and it's Nikki. hey
0: Hey! Shout out to Nikki. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to pick a number. Let's see here.
1: Um. That wasn't picking a number. That was swirling your finger around and pointing at a random spot on the page.
0: You stopped! This is how I'm picking a number. Okay. Um, hit me with number seven, which you don't know. Is our cannibalism episode.
1: <laughs> Brian for lunch.
0: Brian for lunch. I love Brian for lunch. That is such a good fucking episode. Oh, chewy crunchy fried penis.
1: <laughs> That's the first episode that Jordan from Dad's Sunday Quill listened to us on.
0: Oh. Shout out to Jordan on Dad's Aunt date Quill. Um, all right. Pick another number. Up to 49 because this is going to be our 50th episode. So we have one through 49 to pick.
1: 37.
0: Erectile dysfunction.
1: Your dick could save your life, bro.
0: Real. All right. All right. All right. What is our body positivity episode called?
1: Equal opportunity, attractiveness, and body positivity.
0: Hey! 10 points Gryffindor.
1: Can I have number 42 because that is the meaning of life? Laren, that's a quote for you. Yes, number 42 is
0: sex toys. Laren, that's for you apparently. Lair <laughs> <laughs> Bear's like, "Okay. Oh my god."
1: Even Batman needs a sidekick. Even Batman It's true.
0: It is true. I love our sex toys episode. I honest to God do.
1: Thank you for the na-na-na-na-na. And thank you, AJ. You are so welcome. All right.
0: Let's see here. Oh my God. Okay. I just need to take a second and shout out to our asexual episode, which is titled Better Than Sex Cake. Oh my god, that is forever one of the best titles in the history of fucking life, especially because Danielle didn't even know that Better Than Sex Cake was a real thing. And when we told her, she lost her mind.
1: (laughs) And she made the cake. She did. And Danielle, I hope you don't mind that I'm sharing that it also ended up on the floor accidentally, which is totally a move that I would have done. True.
0: But she did also still say it was orgasmic. So floor or not floor, better than sex cake is a win.
1: Listeners, if you want the recipe, just let us know.
0: True. AKA let Allie know. I don't bake. I do, but not like that. Just don't just go to Allie. It'll be better. <laughs> I was trying to save myself. It wasn't happening. Okay. All right. Can you tell me the title of our Let's see here. Can you tell me the
1: title of our empath episode? It's not a two-way street. It's a street we walk together.
0: Yes. See, you're so much better at this than you thought you would be.
1: I thought you were just going to give me numbers and I was going to have to tell you the titles. I mean, what's our third episode? Don't Bully My Breed.
0: You're so good at this.
1: No, I only remember because we recorded three in the same day.
0: (laughs) That was one of them. Um... Remember when we used to record multiple episodes at a time?
1: When they were like half an hour?
0: I think that was the first three episodes only. Pretty much. I think that's all we did. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Let's do one more and then we'll go back to your questions. What is our truck driver episode called?
1: Mr. Mayhem. With the special guest of? The one and only King. I don't even need to say his last name because everybody knows it. The man. The myth. The
0: legend my best man. It is true. You should all know his name already. We are protecting his anonymity by not saying his full name right now and only giving you his alias. But yes, Mr. Labar, we love you. That was also an amazing episode. I didn't protect his identity very well. <laughs> Such a good episode. Oh, my God. That episode, actually, we need to talk about that episode for a second. I really recognize a couple things about that episode. The first being that episode was one of the many gifts that I was meant to get from my journey with our current employer, without question. I know that that's true. I know that I was meant to do this episode. I know that we were meant to do this episode with Chris. I know that... I would never have considered this episode if I had never been an associate of our organization. And I'm truly, really grateful for that opportunity because it led us to this episode, which is one of the most beautiful episodes I think that we have from a career perspective. And I think, honestly, we're gonna do a bunch more career perspective episodes. So dear listeners, please stay tuned. But this one specifically, I think is so important because truck drivers just don't get enough credit. There are so many careers out there that don't get enough credit but i really truly think that truck drivers are the number one underappreciated career path and i wouldn't have come to that place without the journey that we've been on in our professional life so this episode truly was a dream come true for me and i didn't even know that until we were done with it and we aired it and other truckers had started to hear it and really felt represented and that was such a cool fucking experience for us
1: yeah reddit thought it was really cool I think everyone thought it
0: was really cool. I love that Reddit thought it was really cool, though, because only real cool shit goes up on Reddit. That's true. That's a lie. All kinds of shit goes up on Reddit.
1: Yeah, all kinds of stuff does go up on Reddit, but in the trucker forum on Reddit, they thought it was cool.
0: We were cool. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm proud of that. Okay, that was my side thing on Our truck driver episode. We can go back to your format now that I've asked some of my questions in my little episode titles because I was really excited to do that.
1: That was super fun. I am really shocked that I actually remembered what I remembered.
0: Yeah, you did so good. I really am super proud of you. I would be curious if I could name them all, just because you know my brain is sick like that.
1: Oh, I know you could. What are some memorable moments that you have?
0: Oh my god, I have so many. Um, one of my favorite memorable moments is when we were recording our depression episode and we did get to the listener testimonials and we just started sobbing together like through the end of that episode like the last 40 minutes of our recording we were fucking sobbing and in the episode it's really only like the last 12 minutes or some shit but in real life like we were crying and holding hands and it was so purposeful So that was a super important moment to me, honestly. Um, Any of our Tiny Taboo episodes are super important and memorable moments to me because I love not only that our platform was built to include Tiny, but also that she loves it so much. Mm -hmm. And that we get to capture our relationship with her in this environment. That's also, I think, one of the more memorable things that I recognize about our show. That's just my favorite.
1: Yeah, those are definitely great moments. Oh, thank you. What are yours? So mine are definitely including Tiny as well because I thought it was so cool bringing her in and listening to all of her random questions and preparing myself for those in the future, even though I get why, 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 why (laughs) right now. So and then so many memorable guest moments. It's insane. But specific Mm -hmm. call outs that I'll never forget are one, Danielle Sharing her asexuality with everyone.
0: Absolutely. Forever grateful for Danielle and that experience. That episode means so much to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Freud's handlebar mustache with Tyler. (laughs) Yes!
0: Oh, girl, I forgot how hot Freud is. I really forgot that I would ride that handlebar mustache until you just said it. And now I'm like, you know... I forgot how much shit we got because I said Freud was hot, but I still think Freud was really fucking hot. Like, he's a psycho, okay? I'm acknowledging that, but, like, y'all haven't met my other boyfriends, apparently.
1: Begging Disney not to sue us with Matt.
0: (laughs) We actually begs Disney not to sue us in, like, multiple episodes. I actually, I have to tell you this. When I listened to our preamble episode back for the first time, like, after I edited it and released it, I died at the part where I'm like, dear Disney, please don't sue us. I'm giving you a shout out for buying the rights to Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not talking shit about you owning Hamilton. I'm talking about Hamilton and he is a piece of shit, which is irrelevant from you buying the rights to the show. Thank you for buying the rights to the show.
1: Country fried chewy penis. Definitely one of my favorite like terms to come out of this podcast ever because of how we just died during it real yep yep the ymca yep that was my next one <laughs> the random ymca breakdown
0: did you know that tiny so she's in a summer camp right now i think about this every fucking day and i have to tell you i have to drop her off at the y in order for her bus to pick her up for her summer camp and i drop her off at the east side ymca and the first morning we roll up to the y and she goes what's the east Side Yemeca?
1: That's what we call it. <laughs> that is amazing.
0: Eastside Yameka. <laughs> I love her. I love that kid. I thought you'd be proud of it because I know your feelings on the Yameka. I love the Yameka.
1: <laughs> Another huge and humbling moment was Kayla drawing us. I will oh. never get over that drawing. Thank you, real
0: Kayla. forever. Thank you, Kayla. We love you.
1: <laughs> and then all of the podcasts that we've been invited to be on, like Josh getting Growlithe, and then you getting Moose his first Funko, his little Batman. I will never ever forget that. And our
0: Squirtle and my big boy. My big boy. He makes me so happy with his belly.
1: I love him. Being guests on all the other podcasts have been such an honor and our pod family is just wonderful and having those relationships and meeting so many people has been amazing. I could
0: not agree more. I love all of our guest episodes. I love being guests on episodes. Shout out to Erin from I Had to Say It for having us on as a guest. That was a great episode. I just love You're right. Our podcast family, Nikki and Ty from Page Turners and Button Mashers, have been such a big deal in our journey, not only as podcasters, but as our friends. They recently got married. So shout out to Nikki and Ty for their recent wedding. Oh, my God. The pictures are amazing. Everybody's little crowns are like to die for. Hella obsessed with the black wedding dress. Okay, it was a whole moment. I'm so excited.
1: I have not seen these. Apparently, I need to go find these.
0: What? Girl, stunning. Nikki looked amazing. There's the cutest picture. I think it's Ty's profile picture right now or maybe his cover photo. But it's the cutest picture of Nikki just looking up at Ty and she's just beaming with fucking happiness. And it's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I also want to give a huge shout out to our girl Paige from Reverie True Crime because she is so important to us in the podcast family way as well as the friend way because she's just the most precious little fucking gem and I just am so in love with her and all of her goodness. Shout out to our girl Paige.
1: Yeah, Paige and then Jen from Noteville and Nikki and Ty and the dads were really our OG podcast fam that really got behind us and just started like boosting the hell out of us. And we are so grateful for you guys. And we really couldn't express how much we adore you. so
0: And honestly, I don't know. I think our content probably would have been the same. Like we would have still created this but I don't know if we would have gotten as far in our journey without all of those important players. So yes, dear pod family, thank you to every single one of you. Thank you to everybody who's in our retweet groups and thank you to everybody who sends us feedback and also to our listeners. Like you guys, this is so important to us and we just really appreciate everybody's role to this point because it's only going to keep getting bigger and better and louder and I just can't wait. I just can't wait to see the journey just continue to unfold.
1: On that, thank you, train Thank you to all of our guests for being willing to come on to our show and be vulnerable in whatever we're discussing. It's not easy. Mm-mm. And that is something that we can never truly show our appreciation for in a way that encompasses how we really feel about it. So thank you so very much. Also, Thank you to our Patreons because you're giving us real monies to help keep producing our show. Thank you for the things.
0: We love real monies. We love real monies. Thank you for the real monies. That's absolutely so important. I want to go back to your thanking the guests, though, because I want to just echo on that. I have a different perspective, though, that I think is so fucking important. Know if y'all realize that people listen to our show to find representation of themselves. More often than not, that's why people find our show and listen to us because, hi, we're still an indie grassroots podcast and people don't really actively like seek us out at this point. We're getting there. Don't worry about it. We're coming for you. But Right now, it's very niche market. So dear guests on our show, please know that when you're a guest on our show, you really are the most important part of that episode because you are the representation of that community that we can't be. I will never be able to be a male in a female-dominated field. So Bubbles being a guest on our show was necessary, and he did amazing being that representation. The same with Lance. The same with Nikki, the same with Danielle, the same with Holly, the same with all of our guests. Every single guest that has been present on our show has brought such an important piece to the conversation and will continue to do that. So I would like to just open this up a little bit. To not only say thank you again to our guests, but also if y'all would like to be a guest moving forward, we ask that you listen to our format so you know what to anticipate. But otherwise, shoot us a message. We are open to talk about whatever taboo culture you'd like to. We make it super easy for you to be a guest. All you need is Wi-Fi headphones and a beverage. And we're good to go. Like, let's do this. Let's talk about some taboo culture. Let's really break down some stigmas. Let's educate some people. That's what we're here to do. So please don't ever hesitate to
1: reach out to us. To do that. Oh, I didn't know if there was more there. I thought you were taking out gum or something. I didn't know what just happened.
0: I was taking out gum, but I was taking out gum so that you could say things.
1: I just said things. There we go.
0: <laughs> Salut.
1: On that, I concur with all those things. I'm
0: so glad that you concur with all those things. Here we are now concurring.
1: So I'm super curious. What is your most memorable, oh my fucking God, I can't believe that just happened moments?
0: Probably our asexual episode when I had to re-edit it three times. <laughs> and I wanted to just absolutely die. Oh my God, I
1: forgot about that.
0: Oh my God, I will never forget about that. I'm traumatized as fuck by that shit. Oh my God, Garage Band, like I should sue them for emotional distress without question. Like... <laughs> That shit was the worst of my life. That's my like, oh my God moment. What's yours? Is it dubbing immigration?
1: Uh That was pretty bad. Yeah. So <laughs> dear listeners, I recorded our America's Dirty Little Secret War Ooh! through my computer versus the microphone and it was fucking atrocious. It's so bad. So I had to dub that whole episode. Zero 10 would not recommend <laughs> And yeah, it was bad. It was either that or our most recent one where I completely forgot that I was doing the research for it. And yeah, so the episode didn't happen. It was not this week's episode, though, dear listeners. Just note.
0: It was not. No. And you know what? I just go back to it's okay. It's so okay because honest to God, the way that it has happened to this point is how it was meant to happen. Every single episode lined up the way that it was supposed to happen. Do you remember when our Consent episode came out? Like the shit that was going on in my life at the time that our Consent episode came out. There's no other episode that could have been present in my mental capacity at that time. Do you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. Just every single episode has lined up the way that it was supposed to. And I just I really feel that. I really believe that. I also really appreciate that our listeners every time that we announce a new episode are like genuinely surprised and excited about our topics. Like I love the 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 retweet quotes, the quote tweets that are like, oh, my God, I never saw this subject coming or they come up with the best topics to talk about. Those things make me so fucking happy to see because I really appreciate that people recognize how fucking random we are and yet how entirely purposeful the content is. It just makes me happy.
1: Yeah, definitely. Also, I love seeing what people respond to that with just because people are fucking hilarious on some of that shit.
0: Not only that, but like you never know who's going to be drawn to whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the people who responded to us on our BDSM episode, I was like, Get it, girl. Yes. Yes. But I never, ever would have been like, oh, that person's going to message us about BDSM without question. Like, that's just not something that I think about, right? Because that's not our business. That's not how we operate. It's just you and I anyway. But then to see the way that people react to it and to see topics that are important to people being talked about is like really cool and really rewarding. And also, it's very satisfying to my ADHD that we are so all over the fucking board with our topics, as well as the tone and the presentment and the humor of our episodes being so fucking random. I just love us. I just love everything that we've created, honestly.
1: It's definitely been a ride.
0: It has, indeed. What are some of your favorite things that you've taken away from our experience?
1: Well, actually, one of my questions was Did you have any unexpected side effects? So I'm going to kind of spin off of that question with this. Okay. Because I did not expect to end up hating my voice less through this process so I'm really appreciative oh. of that but really my biggest takeaway was I'm just really humbled by the people that have reached out to us saying how impacted they are by the episodes that just means the world and it's really why taboos exists so
0: real 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 felt on every single fucking plane i yes all of that is exactly correct I love that you have started hating your voice less. I remember the first time that you made that comment to me, and I was just absolutely fucking over the moon thrilled that the show helped you get to that point. Like, what a weird fucking thing to come out of this experience, but like also, what a beautiful fucking thing to come out of this experience because, yes, I love your voice. And I get so many compliments, literally, when people meet me and they're like, oh my God you're Celeste from Taboo's and I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, I love Allie's voice. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. I don't know what to say to them. Like it's such a weird it's such a weird thing to say because I know you so well and because I know you so personally and these people don't know you personally and yet they love your voice and they love one of my favorite things about you. So I really just always start on this like slightly obsessive little tangent about how much I love you and you're my best friend when they compliment your voice. But it feels weird doing that back to you in this environment. So I'm not doing that right now. I'm not telling you I'm obsessed with you and I love you and you're my best friend and the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And then I'm so grateful for you. Did I get them all? I think I did.
1: Not doing that noted.
0: (laughs) I'm not doing that for the record. As I'm like, did I get them all though?
1: (laughs) Did you have any unexpected side effects from the journey so far?
0: You know what? Actually, yes, I have. I have had two. I have had two that I can truly identify that I'm so proud of. The first being that I have overcome a lot of my anxiety and perfectionism and obsessive compulsive drive within our show and within our business as a whole. I stopped fucking anal retentively editing episodes. I stopped overly analyzing and overly criticizing episodes, even episodes that you did, not because they weren't great, but just because I have the little psycho brain that I had. And honestly, working with you through the show has helped me move away from some of that. And truly recognizing that like when I delegate to you or when you take something over like I truly can just let it go and I can trust you to take it and you always end up killing it and I never ever doubt you in that I always doubt myself in that like if I don't check the box I didn't check the box and then it's not it's not good like what if it's broken what if something's missing whatever And there have been a few times where my anal retentiveness has saved us from, like, missing phone calls or shit that should have been cut out that wasn't, like, because we forgot it or some shit, like bloopers or whatever. Like, that's real. But the number of things that I have caught and also their drasticness in my perfectionism and fucking craziness, like, do not outweigh the relief and Pride that I have in relinquishing all of that anxiety and just letting us grow the show the way that we grow the show. Like, that's a huge thing that I've really worked on in this. And I'm really proud of getting to where I'm at with it and just continue to grow in that way. So that's one. I think the second being that I'm really actively working on every day, trying not to give a fuck what anybody thinks about us, thinks about myself, thinks about the show. And really trying to align myself with people who recognize the value of the show in whatever that means to them, honestly, because you and I recognize the value of the show in 800 different ways. So I appreciate when people recognize the value at all and aligning myself with more people who do that rather than people who don't appreciate what we do or that I'm so proud of this or that this is our passion or whatever, whatever it is that keeps them from enjoying the gifts that are our episodes. Because that's how they're made is with love and light and to be a gift to you, dear listener, a gift in your life that helps bring you comfort or normalization or all the things we said before. Like That's what they're made for to be good for people. So I want to really focus on spending more time with people who understand and appreciate that we're creating content that's good for people because we deserve that recognition.
1: I think those are great things. Thank you.
0: I want to turn the tables, but now because it's my question, I feel like I'm going to make this about me two times in a row and then make it about you. So I'm sorry. What do you feel like my biggest my biggest thing has been that you've noticed in this process, because I have things about you that I've noticed that I'm super proud of.
1: I think you've just found your voice. Uh, I'm especially proud of your writing style. You've always had that, but I think it's become very... Um, I can't really think of the word I'm looking for, so we're going to go with fuller, which doesn't even remotely give it any sort of credit that it deserves, but... It's very beautiful and elegant. And I just think you're a great speaker. And this has given it a great platform to be shown. Mm. Thank you, baby. I love that. Yeah.
0: My answer is similar. I love your research skills. I love I mean I have always loved the way you Google Air, but I really love the way that you put information together. I love the way that you always do your format like I feel like we joke about this sometimes that you take the statistical or scientific episodes and then I take the the feeling episodes. <laughs> Which isn't always true because like you took depression, which is a feeling episode, like you take feeling episodes. But I recognize that there is a real pattern that the feelers are usually aligned with me specifically. The way that you do research, whether it's a feeler episode or not, is so fucking great and you make sure that you always hit the categories that need to be there and i love the way that you present statistics like i don't i don't need statistics right like I, that's not how my brain works but i really appreciate when you find statistics they're always very relevant and they're always very important to the information and i feel like that's so necessary to people to help validate 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 to help validate the experience for people as not only they hear it but also maybe as they see it in their everyday lives like to know that depression is so common or that men have a suicide rate of 75% whereas women only have 25% like to have those numbers out there statistically that one in six women get raped every 73 seconds like shit like that I think the way that we just present it but specifically you find research is so impressive
1: thanks i just like reading things oh okay i'm glad that you
0: get to do that here (laughs) also why have we not done a moaning episode yet like what the fuck is that
1: i don't understand that what do you mean you don't understand it
0: nothing's wrong with moaning nothing is wrong with moaning moaning is specifically a sexualized thing and i don't think it should be hello i'm the girl who moans in the tattoo parlor I just, I just am curious, like where it came from. I want to know about it. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about how abused it is in porn. Oh. And that that's not even real moaning. That that that's a false expectation of sex. Like there's so many things I want to talk about
1: moaning for. I was super confused on that. And then I don't remember what I was doing, but I was like, I have to, I was literally like, I have to look this up because I don't understand how this is taboo.
0: I mean, you have watched so many porns where you're like, I hate this bitch's moaning. I can't even do it. Like, that's a thing I want to talk about too.
1: (laughs) Cause it's so fake. Stop.
0: Nobody sounds like that. I know. And and annoying and terrible. That's what I'm saying. Dear listeners, stay tuned. We're gonna have an episode about moaning. We just decided. Is there any topic specifically that you are super excited about throwing out on the board?
1: I still wanna cover Scientology and probably have them sue us for all twelve dollars.
0: <laughs> Tom Cruise is coming for us. Baby! How about you? Um, besides moaning. Yeah, there's a ton. I'm really looking forward to our Back to School series, which I is actually talking about today, which I'm so excited about. There's just a lot of shit. I'm excited for our Dear Black Sun episode. That one is going to be so beautiful. There's a, I don't know, there's a lot. There's so many episodes that I'm really excited about. Our Burlesque episode, that one's going to be fucking awesome. I don't know. I just I I love every single one that has come along so far. I love all of our guests and opportunities and I just can't wait to see what we continue to come up with because I feel like every week we outdo ourselves and I'm so proud of us.
1: We're like Pixar who just keeps outdoing themselves with every single movie until we start
0: making sequels and then shit gets fucked.
1: Oh, I was thinking of Luca, which was just an all over beautiful movie.
0: Oh my god. Okay, yes. Luca is a fucking great movie. Did you cry? No. I absolutely cried.
1: Moose walks around going underdog. Oh, my baby.
0: I could so see him racing in the fucking Portobello or whatever it was called. The fucking race, you know, on his little fucking big wheel. I could see it just smoking all the other fucking toddlers like eat my shit, bitches. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. I'm telling you. I can see it. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. Remember that time he was fucking standing on his train with his pacifier in his mouth? Yep. In his mouth? And I recorded that video and the caption was just, choo-choo, motherfuckers.
1: (laughs) One of my favorite videos to this day, little daredevil baby. Just waiting for the first broken bone.
0: Real. Absolutely real. Is there anything on this journey that you found that you weren't expecting that you don't necessarily
1: love? Yes. So would you like to tell us about that? (laughs) I apparently have anxiety that I did not expect to be exacerbated by the podcast, but truly it is. So I am someone that needs to make sure what I'm presenting is 100% accurate in all of its statements. And I have discovered that as much as I love our podcast, not being an expert in what I'm presenting is significantly impacting our mental, our mental health. My mental health.
0: But it is though. Hashtag our mental health.
1: Yep. That has been one side effect of the pod that i have been dealing with and i think we've come to some conclusions on it which do you want to tell the listeners our plan going forward nope this is your thing
0: i want you to spill the beans baby
1: okay so going forward dear listeners i am stepping back out of being a every episode host i will still be popping in here and there and patreons will still get to hear my What do I have? A vibrato? I don't even know. Whatever this is.
0: My vibrato.
1: (laughs) An extra bonus content material.
0: As well as our tiny taboos will remain with Auntie Allie. Without question.
1: But for my own peace of mind, I am going to pass the spotlight solely over to Celeste for most of the episodes. I greatly appreciate everything that Everyone has shown me all the love over the past year. I love what we've created together. I am so grateful for you in building this and having this crazy ass idea and literally everything. It's been amazing. Dear listeners, I'm not stepping away from the podcast. I'm just going to be behind the curtain most of the time moving like the pulleys and all that jazz. The pulleys!
0: Allie's in charge of the sandbags is what she's telling you, a.k.a. Allie is our new business manager. I don't know why you didn't just share your title, but Allie's our new business manager, and I'm so fucking excited.
1: I don't know. Apparently, I stole the car that you had in the last episode and drove it around town (laughs) to get to this point.
0: Felt. I heard that. Welcome back to the driveway. It
1: happens. So, yeah. And I really just wanted to say thank you to you for understanding that this is what I needed to be able to have my self-peace because I know that taboos will always be us, Mm -hmm. but I never want to let you or our listeners down. So this has been weighing on me for a while. And when I told you about it, you were so supportive that I felt like an idiot for not telling you the moment I recognized what was going on, which honestly wasn't really even that much earlier than what I told you, but I sat with it for far longer days than I should have.
0: That makes me feel better. That makes me feel better because I honestly, when you said it, the way that you said it, you were so upset about it and rightfully so. It was very scary and not knowing how I would react and like just all of it. Like I get it. Okay. But you were an idiot that you didn't tell me sooner because, yes, you obviously can tell me your feelings at any point. So small idiot asterisk there. But also, you never have to be afraid to tell me shit ever. And I really want to tell you that I really appreciate you saying that it wasn't forever before you told me because when you did tell me you were so sad and so just at your point of I have to tell you this now that honestly like I felt like you were feeling that for a really long time and that really broke my heart because I would never want you to hold out on feelings like that and just suck it up and deal with them but I am glad to hear that they weren't a very prolonged thing and I love you always that's why you should have told me.
1: It wasn't that I couldn't tell you. It was that I didn't want to let you down. I know. But you could
0: never. You could never let me down. You could never let our listeners down. And I want that to be something that you hear me say on this, especially because I'm speaking on behalf of our listeners right now. Dear listeners, you're welcome. (laughs) You could never let us down. You are so amazing. You are so brilliant. You are so kind. You are such a real part of why this show is as incredible as it is. You could not let us down, especially over something like this. Absolutely not. And you're going to take your new role behind the curtain. You're going to be the wizard of Oz. It's going to be fucking amazing. You are going to help make us into something that we couldn't have been with us both in the host seat. Like, I know that is true. I know that you're going to help us in the way that Allie helps us, not in the way that Celeste helps us, which is honestly, to this point, sort of how we've done our show, right, is is talking, which is a Celeste thing. And we're here and we've had some amazing conversations. But you are better in the numbers. You are better in the technology. You're better at the fucking YouTube. Fuck the fucking YouTube. Just kidding. We're going to have a YouTube, but That's 100 billion percent Allie's project because fuck YouTube right now. I'm not happy with the upload process, which is why I'm giving it to Allie because she'll love it. (laughs) You are going to help us accomplish so much more because this is your strength. And I just want to tell you that I am so proud of you and I so appreciate you. And I think that you are one of the bravest fucking people that I've ever met to have all of the things that you have and that you worry about and yet still show up on this podcast every single week with me who says some stupid ass shit that will likely get a serial killed at some point or sued for twelve dollars, which is all we have, like one or the other are both very viable options, and yet you still show up with me every week and love me through it and just are my favorite adult human, so I'm really proud of you and I love you and I'm so impressed with you over the past year, like, the growth that I've seen in you, but also, like, that growth, even just being within yourself, your own boundaries with Allie. Like, I have seen an Allie this year that I haven't seen in a long time, and I'm just really excited for her.
1: Well, I feel all those things about you as well, but also, funny thing, dear listeners, anybody who's on Twitter... The reason Twitter is actually active now under our handle is because Celeste has taken it over this past week.
0: So now we have a Twitter.
1: (laughs) That's why there's things other than just retweets on there now, and it's great. I fucking hate social media, you guys.
0: I mean... I don't know why we decided that you should have the social medias at any point. I really don't. Not because you weren't great at it. You were great at it. But like that was just a bad idea. We shouldn't have done that. Like I am the social one. I should have had just all the social medias and you should have had all the contracts and monies because how many fucking contracts did I like commit to? And you're like, get out of that. (laughs) Do not buy that from Vistaprint. We can get it cheaper somewhere else
1: oh god that's my toxic trait (laughs) so dear listeners going forward the content will not change the humor will not change celeste is still here to provide you with all that you obviously saw it's going to continue just as amazingly on the i can't think of the name of the episode i can see the tile in my head though we the people must be equal thank you i'm like it's the fucking constitution (laughs)
0: Our preamble episode. We are going to do a Constitution episode, though. Just you wait. If you liked our preamble episode, stay tuned.
1: I kept getting precedent stuck in my head, and I'm like, nope, it's P-word, but it's not that one.
0: It's a (laughs) P-word? What are we, five? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, some days.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Nothing is going to change, truly. It's still going to be taboos. It's going to be amazing. And you guys are going to still continue to give Celeste all the support in any solo episodes. And I know she's going to kill any guest episodes that I'm not on as well. I have no doubt there. Like, listen to the men's mental health episode, truly, you guys. I just cried most of the time.
0: Don't discredit your role. I just. Cried. I just Allie, you were the fucking soundboard. You were the laugh track of crying. Like you were so pivotal to that episode. The laugh track of crying. We didn't have a laugh track, so obviously we needed you. (laughs) Obviously, we needed you. You were so important to that episode. Listeners might not have known when else to cry if it wasn't for you.
1: Perfect.
0: And all of your crying in that episode, which was so important. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable. Dear men, please don't hear Allie saying this is not okay to cry.
1: Let it out, baby. Even better that I cry silently.
0: It is true. So I have to narrate that it's happening and then that just makes it like a whole experience.
1: (laughs) The same with laughing, dear listeners. The reason you've almost never heard me laugh is because I laugh silently and it just sounds like I'm breathing into the microphone.
0: If you don't recognize this sound like if you just heard the sound it would be like probably really creepy because it does sound like panic attack breathing a little bit yep (laughs) like just the sound wave like I'm talking about the one initial gasp of air before you start laughing if you have a bunch of those next to each other on a track that's what they sound like but no that's just Allie's laugh it just starts with like one gasp of air so that her lungs can do the thing and then her shoulders just gyrate, and it is my favorite laugh of all time. Honestly, maybe you're trying to not do it right now.
1: <laughs> it just lends credence to credence credence to Team Dead Inside. Credence.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. You know what? That might actually be one of my other favorite analogies that we've come up with in this show, honestly, because we have to acknowledge I'm the queen of analogies and our show has so many analogies. But our team empath versus our team dead inside versus our team tiny is probably one of my favorite things that have come out of this episode. Just even of this episode that have come out of our show, even just for the three of us. Like, I think that that's so hilarious. Like we've always acknowledged that you're team dead inside, but we've never called you that before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I love it because I think that's so appropriate. And so many people really seriously love team dead inside. They resonate with it. I don't know why y'all don't buy more team dead inside stickers. And please, Allie do not think that the number of seven team empath stickers that have been sold is like a big deal because six of them were for me (laughs) six of them were stickers (laughs) go buy our shit you guys we have so much merch it's so cool stickers are like two dollars please don't make me beg
1: on that note special shout out to melissa who we have just been so blessed to have as our graphic designer and oh my god we're releasing something super cool Pretty soon here.
0: I haven't seen your reaction to like you didn't say shit about it other than being an asshole and proving that the color that I offered was the same fucking color, which fuck you very much. Thank you for showing me that though, because I did like that color. But you didn't say shit about it, so do you love it?
1: No, I love it. I think it's incredible. What did I not send it? Okay.
0: (laughs) No, you didn't say anything other than your assholery swatch comparison.
1: Oh, awesome. Well, I love it. Well, I'm sorry that I didn't actually send my response. Jesus Christ. It's phenomenal. Dear listeners, you'll find out very soon. And what this is even in discussion for about something. Oh my God. My God, so I can't favorite. even talk anymore. I didn't even send it?
0: <laughs> I love you. I love you so fucking much. You're just the cutest thing. Also, yes. Dear Miss Melissa, I am so in love with you. You are so amazing and so talented. And we are so fucking blessed to have you. Oh, my God. Can I ask you, what is your favorite thing that Melissa has made for us? Like, what is the first picture that pops into your head that you can talk about on the show right now? Current state, not future state. That's, like, your favorite thing that Melissa made for us.
1: Ooh, it's a toss-up between our anime. Okay. Like yep Um, our Matt logo with matt or the let's hear it for the boys logo because that just really stands in my head because of archer and i just really gravitate towards that style of design what about you
0: felt i get that i love that you know just before i answer that i want to call out melissa has such a versatile palette for design like the archer image versus our our let's hear it for the boys image which does have a very archer feel is completely different from our anime graphic which is fucking adorable but yes melissa has so much spectrum and ability and talent and uh, i just fucking love her so and she's the cutest oh my god the cutest um i love our let's hear it for the boys without question But that's actually not my top two favorites. My top two favorites are our anime episode, our anime graphic. I love your hair. My favorite is that you're jealous of your hair to this day. Still one of my favorite things that you've ever fucking said. I want my hair. And also, you know, uh, our Mr. Mayhem, Chris Labar, the king, the man, the myth, the legend graphic. That makes me so happy. Honestly, like Melissa made Chris a little fucking truck driving avatar that's carrying our logo on it, our name on it. Like, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite shit. I passed that thing around like a fucking porno in eighth grade. Like, I was so excited to share that picture with everyone. I think I probably sent it out like 400 times. <laughs> I was so proud of that one. It makes me so happy. Plus, like, Chris is my best man on my show, on our show, with my best friend. Like, ah. okay, there's that. Those are my two favorites from Melissa. But seriously, Melissa does have some incredible fucking shit coming very soon. We have some incredible shit coming that Miss Melissa has made for us. I don't know how I want to say that. So I said it multiple ways. Maybe both will stay. I am editing this episode. So who fucking knows?
1: It's very hot in here. So I just want to recognize that. Taboos wouldn't be taboos without Miss Melissa.
0: It is absolutely true. It would not be taboos without Miss Melissa. It also wouldn't be taboos without you, baby girl. So thank you for being on this journey. Thank you for absolutely taking this leap with me. Thank you for always trusting me and my crazy fucking ideas, even though they are crazy fucking ideas. And even though they're usually hard and usually painful, they're also great and brilliant and we love them. And I love being able to share them with you even though they're usually fucking insane and hard and brilliant. (laughs) Shout out to pole dancing being one of the hardest and best things we ever did.
1: Very true. Thank you for continually having these insane ideas. You are so
0: welcome. And shout out to Nick for always being in my corner when you say Celeste had another crazy fucking idea and he's like "Uh uh-huh but do you want to do it and you're like maybe and then he's like you should (laughs) I love that he always pulls through for me in those moments I know he does like huge shout out to Nick because without him and that moment this show would not be a thing so Nick absolutely deserves all the credit as well and then last but not least We obviously need to give credit to Tiny and Moose for being on the show in their own capacity and being the amazing little souls that they are. And I love what our show is doing, not only for them in the sense of our show, but also what it's doing for people and what it can do for people between now and when they're old enough to face the real world in whatever that means to them at whatever age that means to them and have a fighting fucking chance of it not being the most dismal place we've ever seen that's really important to me
1: yeah exactly i was actually going to say obviously tiny is asleep right now but if you could give her my thanks for always being willing to be her perfect little self for us i greatly appreciate it
0: i absolutely will y'all need to know like how much she loves this shit like she's really seriously to the point of starting her own show, which if y'all would be interested in that happening, let me know just because I'm curious about like a an engagement perspective. But this is something that she wants to do and we will be doing to see her little podcaster personality come forward and her little on-air self, which is so similar to her in-person self, you guys. Like. She's not putting on an act either. That's 100% tiny. But I do think it's interesting the way that she presents it. Because just like we do, like we deal with X off screen and off mic and then we deal with X on mic. And she's the same way. And I just think that that's so fucking cool that my seven-year-old can just be so versatile. And I, I love that we've given her this experience. I think that it's so fucking beautiful. That we give her the opportunity to ask us questions as well as giving other adults the opportunity to hear what it's like for a children to ask you questions. And even when you don't know the answer, you fucking try. Because kids deserve to be able to ask questions. And her piece in our show is so important to me for that reason. As well as I just love that we get to share it with our family. Like at this point, our show really is like a little family adventure. And that makes me so happy.
1: Yeah, it's been something that's grown in ways that I definitely didn't expect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But also is going to keep growing in ways that I do expect because I manifested the fuck out of that shit today. Mhm. Mhm. It's true. So Ally girl, what did you learn here today?
1: There is a lot that goes into podcasting, and we do really legitimate shit on ours. Real, uh,
0: oh my god, yeah, okay, let's acknowledge, that's what I also learned here today, is that podcasting is so fucking hard, oh my god, holy fuck, and we really do, from day one, we have always put together the most legit podcast we could, Given what we could each fucking week, given what we knew and learned each fucking week. And this has been truly a week over week pick up and scramble and process and go. And I'm so fucking proud of it. I'm just. It's hard. It's so hard, but I'm so proud of us. Same. Can we also acknowledge that we've been doing this shit for a year to the quality that we've been doing it for free? (laughs) Oh, that makes my soul hurt.
1: Hey there, sponsors. If you want to, you know, fix that, hit us up.
0: That wasn't even me saying fix it. It wasn't at all. I'm just saying like, ooh, it hurts doing this shit for free because then I not only have to do it for free, but then I have to beg people to listen to it. And I'm telling you, it's a very humbling experience. It hurts my ego every week. That's what I learned here
1: today. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: Then I can admit that.
1: <laughs> okay, I have one final question for you. Oh, I love this. Do you have a standout beverage from the past year? Ooh.
0: You know, I feel like I do, but so many of them are just tied to like inside jokes or like funny moments, but like my favorite actual beverage? Shit. You know what? Actually, I do. And it's it's going to be the weirdest shit I don't know why this is what's standing out in my head I can't remember if this is the beer or not I feel like it was our even Batman needs a sidekick that pineapple marshmallow sour that shit was fire bro that shit was so yes that is what it was because I said it sounded like a lube flavor yes yes that shit was so good oh my god that is the beer that absolutely stands out to me in this entire year that I did not expect to be good, I did not expect to like, and I did not expect to drink the whole thing. And guess what? I did all three of those things.
1: Yeah, that one did sound delicious. What was yours? Um, There were a lot that I liked that I can't remember the names of anymore. But man, Unicorn Farts stands out because there was fucking glitter in that beer. Glitter
0: glitter. Also, you know what else stands out to me? Our homemade apple pie. Like we did that shit in the very beginning, but like, girl, we started our fucking podcast by making a homemade apple pie. Clearly we're from Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> that was delicious, too.
0: I loved that shit. I'll never forget the first time you took a drink of that and you're like, "Ooh, that's dangerous." <laughs> I think we even got it recorded, to be honest with you. I don't know about that for certain, but That was like your reaction and it was my favorite.
1: So that is what I had for this non-formatted, formatted, formatted, early breaking all the rules celebration.
0: I loved this little rebellious celebration. It's like a very merry (gasps) unbirthday. That's what it is. That's what this episode is going to be called. I love it.
1: So, dear listeners, if you would like to reach out to us with anything, you can do so on our socials, which might actually be responded to on Twitter now. That would be Taboos the Pod on Twitter and Instagram. It is just Taboos on Facebook, and it is taboospodcast at gmail.com. It's been a long time since we've gotten an email, so hit us up. We also have a website. It's Taboos the Pod. It's nifty. There are things. Go check it out. We also have a Patreon if you would like to support this thing. It has a ton of different bonus content like our insane amount of bloopers that you don't hear. Yes, we speak even worse than you actually hear.
0: We're fucking idiots on the blooper
1: reels, you guys, just so you know. I know it doesn't seem possible, but trust me, it is. Anything is possible when it comes to us. There are our quick shots. I must say our pickup line quick shots is probably my favorite so far. There's also other random stuff on there that I'm forgetting That's less uploads and that forgets as well.
0: Our merch is out there. I mean, that's out there, too. Our merch is not on Patreon, but we do have merch. We have stickers and t-shirts and mugs. Oh, my. Oh, my. We have so much more than that, but I was really feeling that. I made the Wizard of Oz comment before, so then the oh, my was very present. Could you stop judging me? Could you stop looking at me like that? Where do you
1: want me to look? I know
0: what you're doing. (laughs) Excuse me. Put that eyebrow down. Lower your voice. This is not necessary.
1: Sorry, I'm just looking at this wall now.
0: Excuse me, this wall and I are friends now. Mind your business.
1: As Celeste mentioned earlier, we are an indie podcast. That means that we only are discovered by you. So please share us with your friend, your neighbor, your cousin, your mom, your, I don't fucking know, third Uncle, cousin, sisters, wife, twice removed. Somebody, share us with somebody one episode that you think they might relate to.
0: And everybody in between. Also, please rate us on Apple Podcast or anywhere that you can rate us because that really helps push our numbers and helps get us visible to all the people, which is who we would like to be visible to, because we know that there's a lot of representation out there that is needed. So we would like to reach as many people as possible to Make sure that our love and light and representation reaches to all the dark corners of the world because we know that there are a lot of them.
1: Thank you for an amazing past year, dear listeners. We appreciate you so much for putting us in your ear holes every week and being willing to listen to us rambling and just learning with us and growing with us and everything, you guys. We truly appreciate and love you so much. Yeah.
0: Without question. Thank you for every laugh that you've shared with us. Thank you for every tear that you've shared with us. Thank you for every moment that you have shared with us, because we know that, like Allie so gracefully said, when we are in your ear holes, deep inside your ear holes, that's a choice that you make. Yes, I did just make that a little sexual because it was really funny, but that's a choice that you make so we really really do appreciate you for choosing to spend your precious time with us because that's a really big deal to us so yes thank you for everything you do even if that is just listening that's so important to us so
1: here is to the next year cheers baby girl cheers clink on that note dear listeners do you be taboos (laughs)